This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Well, there it is. You ask someone, a friend, to do you a favor, and that is what happens. Hammy is in mid-season form, no doubt, as uh, we get rolling here with the first of the Rosie Report Spring Training Editions. Great to have you with us. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Goodyear, Arizona and Tribe Spring Training. And uh, here's what we have on the podcast, folks. Uh, Just going to try and get these out every day if we can. There'll be some days we miss, no doubt. But uh, hopefully it gives you uh, a daily update and some information and some player interviews from that day's activities at Spring Training and, and keeps you up to date in a podcast form. We don't know how long it'll be each day, probably in that 15 to 20 minute range somewhere in there maybe a little bit less maybe a little bit more depending on the news of the day and again we'll try and get these out to you as often as possible as we said in our description for the podcast almost daily and uh, hopefully that works for you so today friday february the 21st at spring training the day before the spring training opener the indians will take on the reds tomorrow right here in goodyear Still live bullpens were really the focus of the morning. You have your normal batting practice and uh, fundamental drills defensively for position players. And for the pitchers, it's live batting practice now, facing hitters for the first time. And for some, it was that second time through. And uh, that included Shane Bieber, Adam Pletko, among others. But uh, certainly the big story this week in camp, the injury issues for Carlos Carrasco and Mike Clevenger. And the news on Carrasco, according to tribe manager Terry Francona, very encouraging after he left the complex earlier in the week on crutches due to a hip issue. Much improved. Much improved. I think we felt like we got about the best news you could get with the results. Um, he's, he's moving around. He's even going to get on the bike. And he'll graduate to like weighted balls and stuff very soon. He's doing good. After seeing him leave on me like a crutch, I think we, like I said, that's the, I think we got the best news that we could have hoped for. Um, How much time he misses is basically up to how quickly that heals. We we don't know that. Or how much he can also do while he's down. His quick can he do stuff with his arm as he started that? Um, I don't know if they've let him start yet doing that stuff. He's he's really moving around better. Um, I think they wanted to give him, they said between three to five days to kind of kind of let things settle a little bit. There's a, I mean, we want to be aggressive, but you also, you know, the guy had surgery and you want to make sure he's okay. So there it is, the updates on Carrasco and Clevenger. Certainly seems as if, 
Carrasco is much further along in terms of returning to the mound in a competitive game situation than Clevenger is, as expected, as Clevenger had the knee surgery just about a week ago now. Now, on the other side of things, from the healthy standpoint, we mentioned uh, certain pitchers going through their second live bullpens facing hitters for the first time, and Shane Bieber was one of those, and he's coming off of that great season. Bieber was 15-8 and eight a year ago, an earned run average of 3.28, and he looked good this morning in his live BP, just effortless out on the mound, the ball just jumping out of his hand, and Tito had some comments about Bieber as well. Tried to scale him back a little bit. He can't do that. So Carl just told him finally, he said, just, just throw the ball. I can throw the ball. You know, it, and he was, I think he was kind of happy to hear that. I mean, he's in great shape and takes care of himself. He's fun to, fun to watch. Just kind of stay out of his way. Boy, what a great problem to have, trying to hold a pitcher back a little bit because he's in such great shape and throwing the ball extremely well early on. We had a chance to visit with Shane Bieber earlier this week with a, a wide-ranging interview talking about last year's Most Valuable Player Award at the All-Star Game, a 15-win season for Bieber. And uh, while it was a great year individually, he says that at the end of the season, really the focus was making sure that the team does not falter as it did a year ago and miss the postseason. He said it was hard to get past for uh, not only himself but a lot of his teammates too. We all left the season with a, kind of a sour taste in our mouth, and that's you know always going to be the case unless you win the last game of the year. So we had uh, bigger and better expectations, and we we fell a little short, unfortunately. But um, all in all, I thought uh, with all the adversity that we faced throughout the year, um, tons of injuries, but also had a ton of guys stepping up and a ton of guys kind of finding themselves throughout the year. So um, there was some definite positives that we were able to focus on. Um, finishing the year the way we did and uh, like I said a, a ton of adversity basically from the get-go and we were able to win 93 games and made a little run at it uh, at the end of the, uh, the season but like I said fell a little bit short. Personally um, pretty heavy workload but yeah. it seems like you've been doing that for a while yeah. even dating back to college. Um, did did you feel it at the end of the year or, or were you okay coming out of that? Um, I feel like Every year, you know, it's, it's, there's up and downs. Um, you get through the dog days, that's at different points for every single guy. So, yeah, for me, there was ups and downs um, as far as, like, how I felt physically. Um, but near the end of the year, like, I was hitting my uh, second, third, fourth win, whatever you want to call it, and um, I was ready to go. And I was feeling really good. And, um, you know, like I said, unfortunately, it fell a little bit short. But I think uh, if we would have snuck in there we would have messed up some people's seasons so um, you know hopefully we can kind of continue that trajectory that we're on uh, going into this year. I promise I won't bring up the all-star game anymore because I'm sure you've yeah. talked about it a million times but when you get home um, what was it like seeing friends and stuff in, in Southern California who yeah. maybe you hadn't had a chance to talk to right after the game? Yeah, um, I, yeah it was good they I, I reached out to most of them or they reached out to me shortly after the all-star game and um, like I, I remember a couple of days after you're like, hey, like how's your phone doing, <laughs> you know, um, and, and it was blowing up, and I fortunately got got back to most people, and um, so once I got back to California and um, in, in my off season routine, everything was pretty normal. Um, 
guys were I'm living with some of my best friends working out there and had a great routine going and kind of just fell right back into things it wasn't uh, we didn't really focus too much on on the past year kind of more looking forward a lot of guys do different things to decompress and, and maybe mentally refresh mm -hmm. uh, Carlos Carrasco is a world traveler yeah um, you have a long way to go but for the first time you went to Europe yeah tell us about your trip and, and what was that like for you being over there for the first time yeah it was great I'm trying to take a little bit after cookie um, but I got a, a ways to go I mean sat down with him we we shared the same flight after tribe fest and uh, we we're flying to like Detroit uh, connected in Detroit and we were talking about our travels and he was scrolling through his phone and man it seemed like he was visiting a different country every other week but you know they were obviously over the span of you know multiple years but um, so he obviously had some some pretty cool recommendations and I started jotting down a list but for me personally uh, that Europe trip was was awesome it was my first time over there it was a cool experience and uh, I'm definitely looking to do it again at well, some point what would be some of the biggest differences that you noticed or is the world really becoming a smaller place? Just the architecture was beautiful um, in a bunch of different places. I'd say my favorite was Budapest, actually. It was kind of a sleeper, um, last-minute decision to hop on over there. Um, the architecture, the food, the people, just the whole vibe of the whole city was uh, something I didn't totally expect, but I absolutely loved it. When you look at this season, um, the build-up, you were mentioning normal build-up for you, um, it seems like you for a young major league pitcher, which is easy to forget, you have a pretty good routine in the off season to prepare for the workload and, and hauling 200 innings or so. Uh, any changes to that this year or did you just lock right into what you normally do? Yeah, not too much. Um, maybe the focus might have been a little bit different as far as like pitch development and stuff like that, but really kind of just once I got back from that trip and, and um, you know, back to Santa Barbara, it was, fell right back in that routine and that's kind of that's all you really want. I, I was over there and, and once, I think most guys will tell you after a couple weeks of, um, after the season ends, you relax and you take the load off your body and stuff like that. But then after a couple weeks, you're like, okay, let's get back in it. You get a little antsy and, and you're looking forward to the next season. So fortunately fell right back into that routine and it's a level of comfortability uh, just to be able to kind of know exactly what you're doing, have everything around you. And uh, fortunately, like I said, I got a good setup over there. Uh, in California and, and felt right back in that routine and um, really just try to keep things simple and the same. I feel like last year was it change up you were working on? Mm -hmm. or, um, anything pitch wise this year that, that you really feel like you need to sharpen up to, to maybe take it to an, another yeah, level even? Yeah definitely I'd say it's still change ups at the forefront of my development as or kind of what I want to develop so um, made some really good strides with it last year uh, at, at times it was really good at times it wasn't so just trying to develop that consistency with it is going to be key for me you look around and uh, from the start of last last spring training uh, Corey Kluber traded Trevor Bauer traded but still some really good young arms right. and, and throughout the industry people talk about the Indians mm -hmm. pitching uh, what do you see in there in terms of starting rotation and competition and, mm -hmm. and how it could pan out here going into this season? Yeah, who knows how it's going to pan out. Um, like, like I kind of touched on earlier, we faced a lot of adversity last year. Uh, got rid of a lot of guys, and a lot of guys went down to injury, unfortunately. But that also created opportunities for uh, some guys to step up. And uh, maybe if the events didn't transpire like they did, then guys might not have gotten the opportunities that they did. But... Um, like Plesak and Savali, they stepped up big time for us last year. So did Pletko, so did Jeffrey Rodriguez, and 
just a, a multitude of names. So um, really excited. We obviously have a ton of arms and a ton of guys that can contribute to this team. Um, and it's just a matter of, of going out there and doing it. And this will be your second Major League Spring Training? Yeah. Yet it seems like you're a veteran. How do, how do you look at yourself in terms of, of maybe leadership for some of the young guys? Can yeah. you even put yourself in that basket yet? I kind of got my feet under me a little bit more this spring. I remember, I remember last spring, um, people are like, hey, where do we go for this? Where do we go for this? I'm like, I'm, I'm the green one here. Like, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to, I'm looking to follow you guys. But this year, I kind of uh, am a little bit more familiar with the side of the complex and how things are being run. And um, obviously, you know, more than happy to to give some guys advice or, or guide them uh, whichever way they may need to go. But um, really just enjoying it, being back with everybody, seeing some uh, familiar faces and some new ones too and getting to know those guys and, and really trying to bond together in the clubhouse. Really good stuff from Shane Bieber as uh, he talks about getting ready for this season and also the season gone by. What a career it has been for Bieber after that strong rookie season, followed it up with a 15-8 and record a year ago an ERA of 3.28, and an All-Star Game Most Valuable Player Award. So what's on the docket for tomorrow? Well, today was the final workout day. Now the days get a little bit longer because the games begin tomorrow. At least they're hoping here in Goodyear, if you're listening to this on Friday or maybe early in the day on Saturday, the forecast for Saturday is miserable. 100% chance of rain here in uh, the Phoenix, Arizona area. And it's expected to start overnight on Friday night and then last on into Saturday the entire day. In fact, flash flood warnings have been posted. So it certainly appears as if it might be a, a tricky proposition getting the game in. But the folks at Goodyear Ballpark, they do have a tarp there. And, and we say that, and you might say, well, of course they have a tarp. It's a major league ballpark. But a lot of times out here in, in spring training, some facilities don't have the tarps because, quite frankly, it never rains out here. So they do have a tarp at Goodyear Ballpark, and I imagine they'll be using using that tonight to try and get the game in tomorrow. Indians and Reds at 3.05 Eastern time, and that's a game that you can hear on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network, our first broadcast of the season. Tom Hamilton and myself will be uh, great to have baseball back on the radio. If not tomorrow, we'll try it again on Sunday with a much brighter forecast when the Indians are on the road in surprise against the Kansas City Royals. So that's going to do it for this inaugural edition of the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition. Hope you've enjoyed it, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get these out to you on a regular basis. The hope is that we will have something for you tomorrow as well, rain or shine, whether there's a game or not. We'll try and keep you up to date on things happening here in camp. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you again tomorrow. This has been the Rosie Report. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 